taking deep breaths through the lungs, through the lower belly, through the lower body. Relaxing and softening it so as to feel the earth herself supporting us. Staying attuned to any physical sensations. Constriction or expansion. Noting as well any emotions that arise. Just dropping any storyline and staying with these as pure direct experience. And now I'm going to invite you to actively make contact with some emotion, uh, some discomfort that's been in your field this week, perhaps frustration, anxiety, a feel of uh, powerlessness, Just find, find that emotion. See where that's living in your body.
Just allow yourself to open to that emotion. Breathing it in. Breathing in and out, continuing to open and soften around that emotion. Staying connected to our breath. Just watching the waves of that emotion rise and fall. Keeping our seat. We can say to ourselves, I see you, anxiety. Or I see you grief.
And if you feel overwhelmed, then you can back off of it for a moment. And then come back. Find another place within the body that has safety, another emotion. And then when you're ready, come back to that uh, discomfort. We can imagine the discomfort like a fabric and the breath like a spring breeze penetrating the fabric.
practicing and being with that that feeling of discomfort containing it with our awareness of the body Again, just rooting down, relaxing and softening that lower body so that we can feel the ground beneath us. And see how that emotion shifts and changes as we watch it. Now, taking a minute to generate loving kindness, beginning with ourselves, calling to mind all of those beings who have, who have carried love in some way for us, whether our parents or our grandparents, our brothers and sisters, our teachers, our friends, calling them now to mind, envisioning their bright faces, sensing and seeing that wish of love like golden light, streaming forth from them, filling our heart. Awakening the heart, illuminating it.
and seeing that golden light nourish every cell of our body. through our lungs, our viscera, nourishing the bone marrow. shimmering through every pore of our skin. Joining them now in that wish for our well-being, repeating these phrases silently, or just keeping that awareness within our heart and mind. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be held in loving kindness.
May I accept myself just as I am. May I experience the joy of being alive. May I have complete well-being.
Now widening our circle to include everyone in our community. In our family. People of this state, this country, and people of other countries. Seeing now the secret beauty of their heart. The core of their reality, the person that each one is in the eyes of the divine. Generating loving kindness once again. May all beings be filled with loving kindness. May they be held in loving kindness. May they have complete well-being.
And may they be joyous and live in safety. May all beings have deep and natural peace. May all beings have deep and natural peace. May we be instruments of that peace. May all beings awaken. Sabe sata suki hantu. May all beings be happy.
Sabe Satan Avra Hantu. May all beings be safe. Abe Sata Dukamukantu. May all beings be free of suffering. May all beings awaken, may they all be free. So um, I just wanted to show real quickly an uh, exercise that comes from somatic experiencing for uh, grounding ourselves in the container of the body when emotions are strong. And so this is just to place the right hand under the left armpit, left hand over the right shoulder. And so as we do that, we can feel the container of the body. And as we do so, then our emotions are grounded. One other technique is to place uh, one hand on the forehead, one hand at heart level. Just keeping them there until the uh, sensations begin to change, until we feel a shift of some kind. Maybe warmth, openness. And then bringing one hand to the heart and one hand to the gut. so that the, the heart and the gut are informing each other. When we have overwhelming feelings, sometimes what's up is that our, our inner thermostat has gone askew. 
yeah, how it is if um, a thermostat setting is somehow off, maybe the mechanism is stuck, then it will keep calling for heat in a room, even though the room's already too hot. And so that's how it is that we can get into a, a bit of a feedback loop where our mind is thinking um, about anxious, uh, anxiety-provoking things. It's uh, looping on itself. And that then uh, gets the, the body churned up through the nervous system. And then the body is upset. And that, again, aggravates our anxiety or powerlessness or, or whatever it is. It's, oh, no, you know, the body's upset. So this is a way of resetting that inner thermostat. We increase the sensations coming up from the body, from the viscera. Um, and then by doing that, the system's able to recalibrate. So uh, these are some kind of hybrid, really. Peter Levine, who does somatic experiencing, uh, draws a lot from Buddhist techniques. And so we're just reintroducing them in some way to what we do. If it, I hope that's helpful. And I noticed that uh, Shinsan has joined us. So I'm going to turn it over now to Shinsan. No sound? Shinsan, we can't hear you. So hello, could you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, something is is wrong with my computer. I had to go to dictation and then activate the microphone. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, so anyway, good to see you everybody. I'm glad they came together. Um, <clears throat> um, well, I don't have so much to share beside of something that I've been experiencing um, related with this. Uh, thank you for sharing about, about the emotions, emotional. I think we are, what we are, what we are experiencing now globally and, and to be forced to isolate yourselves and to change the routine. So we are in quite retreat. And that's gonna bring a lot of a lot of stuff. So right now I am here in Upaya in one of the houses. Um gonna be isolated by myself for two weeks before I join the community that there are 20 residents. And and then I, I just went downtown to rent to return the car. But I could see the need to reach people, you know, to connect with people too. It's the first time I come here to this place without seeing anybody, not without quite welcoming my you know, maybe just they text me and say welcome back, things like that. But and and then and then and then and then it's a small it's a small a small house, two rooms and bathroom, but and I am I am thinking 
well, I had to do a lot of things that I wanted to do before I haven't had the time. One is to clean my my computer, you know, to go through files and photos and things like that. Another thing to read and to write and and then and I and also I would like to stay away from Facebook. Maybe just to use for advertising or programs or meetings. But but at the same time it's bringing it's bringing um, you know emotions. Um, and then and then and it's a good practice is just to be aware. And one thing that I am struggling, um, maybe some of you knows, but I had a tendency to like I, I have a I have a grief. You know, I have uh, my life has been quite this more uh, frequent emotion of sadness or not in the bad way, but I am very, very nostalgic, melancholic person. I think if we, we choose the, the, from the emotions of a human being, uh, like uh, some people struggle with anger, some people struggle with, uh, with fear, uh, some people are too excited, too joyful. So for me, I think my emotion, my uh, my, my my down is 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 sadness. I think so. I think since I was a kid, it's kind of nostalgia, melancholy, and guy, and 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 then um, anyway, and then I have some 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 things I need to to that would like to process some grief. You know, I still I feel like a, the loss of my dad. I haven't really have a good cry. You know. And, and then I hope that I can have some time to really feel that way. Um, and then I was going to go with something with this, talking about these opportunities that we are experiencing. A anyway, it's, I think it's a wonderful time to, to go into another layer of ourselves. Really to, 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 to see another dimension or, or, or this to answer this question or to explore this question, what am I? What am I? And, and this situation is getting into, this content is helping us, helping us to, to really explore another layer and, and, and with a lot of uh, acceptance, kindness, gentleness, and, and to understand that we are human beings. It's just, um, I just want a beautiful thing just to be a human and to, to feel and to experience so many things, the range of, of things as a human being that we can experience. And knowing the quite negative side, you know, and knowing the quite downside, but we can be also creative, creative in this time, you know, to, to, uh, to accomplish so many things, so many projects that we haven't finished, you know, that are in the, uh, and, you know, and the back burner, uh, I, I love to work with wood and also sewing, and I love to sew. Unfortunately, I don't have those things here, but maybe I will do some kind of, if I was in San Diego with my tools and things, I, I will do something like that. Um, uh, yeah, um, and 
And this has been a wonderful opportunity for me to be on Zoom. To be on Zoom, mm -hmm. something I don't like so much. But right now I was, I feel tired because I drove three, 13 hours yesterday. And then, and then when I came up, uh, I was going to join in Zoom and the car, but it was too risky. <laughs> <laughs> it was going too risky, but I thought about it and I said, no, no, no. It was getting dark. Yeah, just go straight. Uh, and and the, but this one, I, 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 you know, I said, no, I, I think it's time before I get into, into the whole uh, online Upaya thing. So I said, I'm going to just join and see and connect and, 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 but yeah, but this is a wonderful, wonderful time for, for a solo retreat. That's what I can say, you know, how we can spend this time and, and not to kill time. For me, my practice is not to, not to kill, kill time, to be used, you know, because it's very easy. I can go to Netflix and I can kill a bunch of time there, you know, and maybe I will go maybe once a week, <laughs> once a week. But, but in the meantime, yeah, and also people, they brought me some, some groceries here. And it was very interesting that the, the guy who take care of the kitchen, he was away, you know. He just put it there mm -hmm. distance. And it was quite interesting because I wanted to give a hug and then to feel those things. And then we have good chat, but it was keeping distance. Um, and then to end, the residents are very happy because they're finally they have time by themselves because they were a lot of doing service and supporting the guests. And then and then this place just to just to to chat with in a little bit. This place is has several uh, houses or places around. So the, usually the residents they have only one one area of the whole com campo, campus, just one area and almost everybody lives in one area. But now many residents are living in different houses, in different places. So almost they have their own houses for themselves. And that's quite very luxury, you know, it's where they are really getting crazy, you know. Very happy because they have a lot of room to breathe. And then just to keep it very simple schedule and not to, uh, you know, it's a busy, busy, busy center. They are working, they usually work very hard when there are retreats. So right now there are not, so there are very low key. So now I hope that they can, you know, dive in into the practice. Anyway, that's my, my sharing. Yeah. That reminds me of a, a teaching from Pima Children. Um, I, I, I want to really kind of lift up your openness and like, uh, uh, readiness to be real and vulnerable. Um, mm -hmm. And because I think that that is what keeps the practice real for all of us. Um, it's not that we're, we're not, it's not like we're not going to have these emotions, but are we going to be able to be okay with having the emotions? Right. I think that's where the power is, is, is being able to acknowledge and, and see them as workable. Yeah. So, so Pima says, if, if your everyday practice is to open up to your emotions, to see the people you meet, to see the situations you encounter without closing down, trusting you can do that, 
then that will take you as far as you can go and you will understand all the teachings in the world. So thank you. I just wanted to add that, Shinzan. Yeah, and also, Jihyang, uh, you mentioned it in, the, in one of our meetings about grief. There was mm -hmm. some grief or something. And it's very interesting because uh, uh, it's, it's uh, usually when I touch that part of myself in the past, I used to smoke. Mm -hmm. I never, I never uh, get the habit, the bad habit of smoking. It was not my thing. But, but, but I remember, uh, you know, when I used to, when I have a girlfriend and I broke it now and, and my practice, it was, you know, the beginning of my practice, I will go for smoking. Yeah. And, then, and it was so interesting to watch and recently last week, uh, there was very stressed out and then to have this craving to, to get a cigarette. I didn't, but it was very interesting. And then I say, wow. And then I was having this, you know, like when you like to have a tea or coffee, you know, this craving. And later we had this council. The council was very wonderful. And, and then you mentioned about grief. And it was like, I really connect. I said, wow, this is some kind of grief. And also right now in Facebook, I saw a post. I didn't open, but somebody posted out about, about the whole world is experiencing some kind of grief. Yes, I yeah. wanted to add that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely, I, I appreciate and lifting that up because we didn't talk about that in this circle before, in our Saturday circle. Uh, but all of these emotions that are going on, whether it's anger or denial or, um, you know, anxiety even. Anxiety is like a, a, um, a grief in advance of something that would happen. If we look at this all as some experience of grief, then can we be okay with the grief? Um, can we meet it as an ally? Yeah, and a friend. And then as we do that, then something inside is able to unfold and we touch a deeper layer. You know, there's, there's a poem by David White where it's called um, The Well of Grief. You know, he says, those who aren't willing to dive into that well, you know, will miss uh, the gold coins, you know, that are there at the base of the well, thrown by someone who wished for something different. So none of us would wish for grief, but when we're able to encounter it with honesty and stay with it, then there's a kind of richness and a depth of experience that comes out. The thing is, it's, it's necessary to be able to be open to all of our experiences in order to encounter that joy of being alive. That's where that actually comes from. If we're not open to grief, then we're also not open to joy. And, and that direct experience of being alive is one of the core gifts I find of the meditation practice as we're able to stay open with it. How did, how did you experience um, that uh, 
abiding with emotions today during the meditation? Did anyone feel like that was too overwhelming or was it, was it valuable? To, you know, did, were we able to um, untangle some knots inside? I found it helpful. Uh -huh. can, you hear, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Um, the cat had just come in and she was going crazy. And I think she had a lizard. I found a dead lizard the other day and that gets me really upset. So I was trying to think of that experience and my whole, you know, my whole environment is different. I can't control it, the animals, whatever. Um, yeah. So it, 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 helped, it helped me get a little detachment from the, all that and feel just a part of nature and that, that I'm not God, I don't have to worry about the losers. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So I found it helpful, and I really like this stuff. When I did that last night for our Friday group, they really appreciated it. You know, they, they did find that that grounded them better in their body. You know, it gave them another resource for being with whatever is presenting. Um, whatever the kind of trauma is, the, the instructions are basically the same, where first of all, we want to um, come home to the body and establish a kind of calm, abiding, and safe space there. Then the work is to call up, actually, whatever that emotion is, so that we can directly and somatically experience it. Now, for some emotions, at some times, obviously, that's going to be a stretch. And if it's too much of a stretch, the instructions are to find another place in the body or another emotion to go to, staying connected to the body, but, but uh, shifting off of the, the pain place for a little bit so that we're titrating. It's, we're not overwhelming our system. And we go back to the, the place, you know, that's sore. And we stay with that. And we're not, when we're doing, we're not ruminating on it. It's not the story. It's just what are we directly experiencing in the body? And as we do that, those waves uh, begin to shift and there's a release that goes on. So um, it's, I think the core usefulness of this is even as meditating people, sometimes we might find ourselves a little distance from our body. You know, it would, it's, it's easy um, in sitting meditation to sometimes do a little bit of a shortcut. Mm -hmm. And so this is, yeah, this is just some, some techniques for keeping it real. And then also we can use these with our friends or family if they're feeling overwhelmed, if they're going into panic. Um, this is a way to help to uh, calm the sea for them. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. This week, I'm going to be um, starting to teach a class at the school on Buddhism. And the first sutra that um, 
teaching from is the Sandapahana Sutra. But the translation that I'm working from was done by uh, Zen Master Thich Nhat Hanh. So he's not a Theravadan practitioner. He's a Mahayana practitioner, but in Vietnam, there is some overlap between because um, some parts of Vietnam are more Mahayana and some parts are more Theravadan. So, so what I really appreciate about that perspective is that it blends well with what we're doing here. That, that yes, we can take our, our practice, you know, uh, this uh, Zen practice and, and, and just focus it a little bit. Let it be a lens through which we are really at home in the body. You know, there is, there is no other place to awake, you know, just only this body, this mind. You know, how well are we to, at inhabiting this corner of the world? It, there's an exercise that I like. Peter Levine teaches that it's very Sadapahana Sutra. Uh, my teacher, Mahako Sananda, was absolutely pure Theravadan. And he would talk about how the monks in the monasteries would simply practice raising a hand and lowering a hand for hours so as to become more aware of uh, mindfulness of the body and mindfulness of feeling. Pleasant feeling, uh, unpleasant feeling, neutral feeling. He said, if you understand that, you understand all the teaching of the Buddha because it's out of that uh, experience of feeling and the the way that our mind uh, takes that and goes with it, uh, that creates an entire um, experience, a, a, sometimes a little bit of a story or other times maybe more clear. So this is an exercise that Peter Levine actually has in his books that, that is very Satipahana, which is to, we can just try for a minute taking our hand, either left or right, and, and gently, slowly bring it into the position of a fist. And then slowly, slowly, slowly unravel the fist. Just notice what the physical sensations are. And now with our eyes closed, bringing the hand into a fist and notice how the sensations change when our eyes are closed, when we don't have the visual feedback. Just noting the body. So gently opening the fist, listening to that somatic awareness. Closing the fist. Opening the fist. Closing the fist. So when we're able to be with our whole body on that level, then we see how every cell of our body contains the entire universe. 
And when we come home to our body, that's also the place where um, healing takes place. We, we come into that experience of mind-body completely at one point. That's where our power is. That's where our, our life is. You know, so I don't know. I think we can get a lot of mileage from that. You know, hours of, of, of amusement. So um, there's another poem that fits that. It's from Rumi. He says, expecting the worst, um, you kick it. And instead, here's that joyful face you've been waiting to see. Your hand opens and closes, opens and closes. If it were always a fist, or always stretched open, um, you know, it's you, it wouldn't work. But you you deposit presence in every every small contracting and expanding. The two as beautifully balanced and coordinated as bird wings. You know, so if we are only just, just bringing awareness to this opening and closing of the fist, you know, there's, there's all um, manner of, of life and death within that gesture. They everything in life in some way is, is in that contracting and expanding. And when we're able to be with those waves of change, contracting and expanding in our life, then that's also bringing us to um, a place of becoming one with inside and outside becoming one, mind and body becoming one, we and the universe becoming one. So that's what I hope is that we're continuing to kind of source from the simplicity of this deep connection to our body. We, we just keep it real and grounded from that place. Then not only we're able to uh, stay centered ourselves, but then also we can be a kind of beacon of light to our communities. You know, if one person is grounded and compassionate, then it's been shown by research that people even three connections away become kinder. So it's a very grassroots way of creating positive change. 
in our situation, actually. Mm -hmm. Might be nice to do a little bit of chanting. We um, sometimes do that. I, I think I haven't been doing that at Chapel of Awareness because of whatever, but this is a very simple chant. And this is something else Peter Levine mentions as a tool for the tool set. When we do a kind of deep chanting from our lower belly, then that increases the vibrations in the viscera. And again, is increasing the information that are, um, the information coming up from the body. So that if the mind it has some anxiety or a lot of thinking, then it gets the feedback and it has a chance to reset. So this is a really simple chant, only three words. The first word is kwan, which means perceive. The second part is seam, which means world sound. And then the third word is bosal, which means bodhisattva, which is just someone who has this direction of compassion. And as we're doing this chanting, we're bringing in an awareness of uh, the great love and compassion of the universe and the love and compassion within us, recognizing those are never separate. You know, we have, we have that. Whatever that grace is, it's within. And if you want, you can use this opportunity to send love and compassion to New York Presbyterian Hospital or one of these other places that's overwhelmed right now. Just join as you feel comfortable. Quan Sambo Sal, 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 Quan Sam Bosal, 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 Quan Sam Bosal,
Kwan Sam, Bo Sal, Kwan Sam, Bo Sal, Kwan Sam, Bo Sam, Bo Sal, Kwan Sam, Bo Those are the tools. You know, Peter and Levine, who is the go-to person on trauma, you know, however bad the trauma is, that whatever kind of shock or pain people have experienced, the tools he's using are essentially our tools. We have the resources. You know, he's, when he works with people, he's using the chanting. He's using this connection with the emotions through the body. He's using this simple technique, you know, watching the movement expand, contract. These are all from our lineage. So just by strengthening our practice, um, we can find whatever we need to help ourselves and to help our family and community. That's the good news, huh? Mm -hmm. Anything, any, any wise words, Shinsan, for us to close on? Working. There it is. I, yeah. yeah, I see it now. Uh, no, thank you, Shigana. Can you ask uh, what you uh, give us some tips? Working with emotions and being the body, yeah, and to to find other ways to to practice other different means. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Look forward to seeing you next week. I really liked the chanting. It was great. That's great. I'm glad to know that. Then we'll do a, a we'll we'll add a little bit each time. I've been mm -hmm. wanting to sing. I've just had that feeling that I wanted to sing, but you know, I haven't been singing, so that was like perfect. Thank you. Oh, right. Okay, then. Awesome. Thank you. Glad to see you here, Jane. Thanks for making it online. I know this isn't your repertoire. It's like, like Shinsan was saying, some of us are, are more comfortable with the Zoom and some of us are a little bit less comfortable with the Zoom. It's good. It's good. Okay. I'll see you Saturday. All right. I'll see you Saturday. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Have okay, a good week. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Much appreciate. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.